I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, I'm Clive Anderson. Welcome to My 7 Wonders Live. In this podcast, I ask a special guest to select and talk about the seven wonders of his or her world. This episode is one of several we recorded in front of a live audience at the 2022 Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And the guest who joined me for this recording is a comedian, broadcaster, actor from Manchester. You could well have seen him on television in Phoenix Nights, Live at the Apollo and other stand-up shows, or heard him on any of his many appearances on radio. So here we are with an enthusiastic Edinburgh Fringe audience exploring the seven wonders of Justin Morehouse. I live in the north of England. Anybody else? Well, we could have done this in Warrington, couldn't we? <laughs> I, um, I, I live and I go for a walk. There's a, a, an abandoned train line from Sheffield to Manchester. Of course. Uh, of course, yes. <laughs> I've been talking about this in this bridge at the moment. I, we didn't, I didn't even notice there was a train strike on in the northwest. I only found out when I went to Piccadilly for a sandwich one day and it was all boarded up. <laughs> Meanwhile, 13, was it 13 billion over budget per week on HS? All these figures. Are, yeah. What's the point of HS2, they say? Well, you can get to Birmingham 15 minutes quicker. Yeah. Now, I like Birmingham, but I've never got there and thought, I wish I was here a quarter of an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Things I could have done. But anyway, I'm digressing. That, there's a, a there's a, a walk, the Trans-Pennine Trail yes. goes past all these reservoirs, which yeah. are, well, the, the, well, say reservoirs, ditches yes. at the moment. And uh, you can press a button on these things and Sir Ian McKellen yes. does the commentary. Oh, right. In 1832. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah I mean, very good. It's very I, good. I'm having a flashback here. I once interviewed on the telly Frank Carson and I didn't get a word in the entire <laughs> interview. <laughs> He just did his act. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and afterwards, his, his nephew or somebody was I said, well, when, how does he ever get jokes? When does he ever hear them? Because yeah. he never stops talking. Is he like this at home? He said, yeah, he's always like this. Way to be, maybe it? you're like that as well. I don't know. I but, heard a great yeah. story about Frank Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this, little Cracker. This is a really good showbiz story. So Bernard Manning, for all his faults, mm. and we, you know, Bernard Manning was a, a kind yeah. of a, a great joke teller, storyteller, yes. and there's parts of his personality that are not acceptable yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, but he, he he was a joke thief, like they all were. Yeah. So he had his little dressing room next to the um, the stage. Yeah. And if you heard a good gag, he'd go, oh, oh. and he'd write it. He had a big wall. He'd write yeah. it down. And Frank Carson's were up there, and George Ropers, and all yeah. the guys coming up. Anyway, twenty years later, he gets a phone call in the middle of the night. Mr. Manning, the club's been burgled, the embassy yeah. club in North America. Yeah. He gets down there, the alarms are going off. First, tills, fine, nothing's, nothing's gone. Cigarette machine, nothing, nothing's gone. Nothing's gone. Yeah. Cigarettes, that'll be, the, that'll be the yeah. one it is. The safe goes in the office, safe's there, and he turns around and he goes, they fucking whitewash the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the comedians yeah. have all got together, broke in yes. and whitewashed the wall. Well. 
Well, Bunkhouse used to have a rep reputation for that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, uh, so. Um, um, uh, Roy Hudd. Roy Hudd had a radio program. The writers got fed up with writing jokes, topical jokes, and it would end up in Bob Marcus's topical act at the yeah. talk of the town or something. So every now and then they used to say, "Oh, here's a one uh, pencil ready, Bob," and and, had, <laughs> and nobody ever explained what that meant. But he had loads of, and he had a joke book that yeah. got stolen. Got stolen, well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there was a lot of wry. <laughs> yeah. Can you steal something from? There were jokes inspired by well, programs. And we seem to just be slagging off dead comedians. Yes, I know. It's, this, it's the safest ones yeah. to slag off, isn't it? But, yeah. Robin Williams, brilliant comedian, yeah. also had a reputation. No. Yeah, and yeah. in Cat's Deli in New York, yeah. you can buy a sandwich based on you can get the Jerry Seinfeld, you can get and all these different sandwiches. Yeah. And apparently the Robin Williams one was just two pieces of bread and you have to steal the filling. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your, your show, I would say, talking of stealing jokes, yeah. but talking of original jokes that might be stolen, you're doing a show here. Where show. It's called Stretch and Think, and it's because my daughter's a Catholic and she goes to Catholic school and she's chosen to do MPE yoga mm. because that's the world we live in. Yes. Um, yoga. <laughs> and um, to cut a long story short, because it's a Catholic school, they can't call it yoga. Because there's a religious, religious element Buddhist, to yoga. So they call it stretch and think. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing after stretch and think today? Yeah. Oh, I'm at one with everything. So, <laughs> yeah. so do they, they don't end with saying namaste. They say, oh, I feel better. Or they, Maybe or, they yeah. say our father. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Namaste, yeah. amen. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so. <laughs> so the show's about being middle-aged, and uh, I'm perfectly fine for this audience. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I'm not getting the young ones. I, I know we're middle-aged. I'm looking across the top of you. It's like I'm taking the lid off the cotton buds. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> it's the like bouncing off the top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It gets to you and me. It's like a rave, isn't yeah. it? Just, so yeah, I like yeah. this kind of audience. Yeah. Uh, you so know, this is part of a tour, though. You're, you're touring the whole time. St I start on the 10th of October. Got yeah, about 70 dates right through to June next year. I'm, oh, uh, we may come back to the life of a camper of a, van. A, I'm doing it in a camper a van. Camper van. Yeah. Well, you live in a camper van for the tour. Yeah. Is that just save money in hotels? And uh, it's just because I don't like hotels and I don't really like oh. people in hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and I'm going to take my dog with me and all sorts of stuff. Yes. So we'll get onto that. Yeah. All right, but you don't. I mean, the thing about hotels, I've done a little bit of touring, not much, but but I I quite like the hotel element. Once you're there, mm -hmm. you know you're going to have. What is the traditional British breakfast, which you only ever have in a hotel or yep. similar at home? Three course breakfast. Yes, yeah. fact, and you can keep going. But oh yes, I've, yeah. yes, I've had all the bacon and eggs, and maybe a maybe a couple of croissants as well to make it a little bit if, continental. If you're looking at me, Clive, <laughs> maybe you're answering the question as to why. Let's get let's get on to a wonder. We yes. uh, we, we may break out of this. Uh, so your first wonder, uh, and I've been all I've got is what you've supplied to me is the first time you glimpse the beautiful green pitch of your favourite team in the flesh. Yeah. So this is your you're a child. You get taken to your first match. Well, I I went on my own. Did you? Yeah. My my parents never. I'm a Manchester United fan. All right. Oh, come on. Come on, a bit of sympathy. We addressed uh, that. I, I know they've had a great victory, but it's not a great no, it's start, is it? Do yeah. you know they search, you know, when you go into football grounds? Because they, they for, for, for terrorism, we can't let the terrorists win. I said, Brentford scored four. Last week you <laughs> searched them in, never mind that. And, yeah. um, so I'm a Manchester United fan, and I grew up, I grew up in the 70s and the early 80s, and we were pretty rubbish. Yeah. Um, I remember you, uh, your team breaking my heart as yeah. a nine-year-old. 1979, yeah. the 3-2. Oh, Arsenal, yes. Sunderland, yes, yes, yes. Just in case yeah. People know that's, that's yeah, he's team, an yeah. Arsenal fan. So, so, yeah, 79, that was a good... It was a good... For you, it was great it. for you. For, yeah. As a child, I remember it. Yeah. I, and I went, I was about 13, 14 for the first time on my own. 
And I'll never forget, I've never seen anything as beautiful as walking up the steps at the Stretford End. Yes. And you just go over. And if you've ever been to a football match, a football ground, the pitch was so green. Yes. And the stadium was empty because we were the first ones in. We right. couldn't wait to get in. Oh, wow. And yes. it was just incredible. Yeah. Everything was hyper real and exciting. Yeah. And I already loved football. Yeah. But at that moment, I knew yes. that I was done forever. Yeah. And what about all the other things about going to your first match? There's the, there's the side of it, but then there's, you know, grown men who express no emotion the rest of the time. Exactly. Getting out, you know, going crazy, swearing, hugging each other, depending <laughs> yeah, on yeah. what it's was going the on. The real mixture, isn't it, of, yeah. you know, of, 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 of the smell. The, 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 <laughs> I'm not sure the smell is always great. No, but, I, no, uh, but yeah. I'm trying to think of the right word. Yeah. I don't know what the right word is for yeah. Trump. Yeah. When men break wind at football oh, grounds, oh, right. oh, right. that smell is yeah. like no other smell. Yeah. It's a mixture of anxiety and cheap beer uh, and pastry, yeah. isn't it? It's just that yeah. smell is just that. And well, uh, there's the smell of hot dogs being cooked somewhere around about and percolating. I don't think they're there. cooking hot dogs up there, but... It's, well, they, uh, there's, there's, there's those smells coming yeah, in. Yeah, they, they do everything Bovril, there. Bovril. The, the, yeah, and then people... in Back in the day when yes. you couldn't have your seat and everyone was on the terrace, yeah. some people decided not to go to the toilet. Yeah. And just, you know... They you, stayed where they were. They stayed yeah. where they were and yeah. it just ran down, yeah. you know. Yes, the good, the good old days, it's yes. known as. Uh, the, the golden days. The golden days, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I used to love that sort of thing and, and it was a, a whole day of it and yeah. we could afford it as kids and, and you know, yeah. we, I had a paper round which paid for my ticket yes. and queued up and got the bus and we used to... Uh, I started going in the Ron Atkinson era who was a, oh. a vuncular manager yes. uh, and one of his things was to take the place for a pre-match meal at one of the top hotels in town yeah. and we used to wait outside the hotel they'd go in and have like steak and yeah. chips and yes. wave at him it's, it wasn't so much sports nutrition then and I just, that stayed with me that's when you yeah. talk about wonders of the world and, and yeah. if you could transport yourself back in time yeah. I've, never, I've never been as impressed by anything like that yeah. since. It, it was obviously in many ways a much uh, more disagreeable experience, but it's also much more exciting. Yeah? And you yeah. could just decide an hour before the game yeah. or, or some, your, your mate or, or your uncle turned up from somewhere, oh, let's go and see. Exactly, uh, yeah. And you, go, you didn't have to say, oh, who's got a season ticket or who's bought tickets three mm. months ago and can we try and beg one off it? You just went along and you crammed yourself in. Crammed yourself in and I've been going, I've been going every, every single game I can go to, home and away. Yeah. Uh, and I watch oh, home and away, you're as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I apply for all the tickets for every game. Yeah. Uh, in my lifetime, Manchester United have been in four European Cup finals. Yes. Lost two, won two. I've been to two. Guess which ones? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And after the Rome, after the, sorry, after the Wembley final, when we got outclassed for a second time. Yes. By Barcelona, I I was so grumpy and and horrible and and horrible, so horrible after the game that I decided to take a year off. All right. I took a year off football. I took a sabbatical. And a real can pal- you do that? Are you? I able did. To I took off? a real palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh, remarkably, yeah. it was a season when Manchester City won the title for the first time, <laughs> so I didn't have to put up with that. All right. Um, yeah. I didn't watch any football. I didn't watch it on the television. I didn't go to the matches. Oh, wow. If I saw some, if kids were playing on the street, yeah. I would drive away from them. <laughs> so this yeah, is, this is cold turkey. This a, is uh, full yeah. cold turkey. Yeah. yeah, and it was. I, it was the best thing they ever did because I fell in love again with football. All oh, right, I've and never now heard I've got of a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was going to give up football because of the World Cup going to Qatar, which mm. is about to do, and I haven't given it up. And you're just following this, you know, the, the, the new. You've been season. to Qatar? I haven't been there. Oh, no. I've been to Qatar. They oh, oh they oh. love football. 
Do they? You can't move the kids <laughs> playing football in Qatar. How many people actually live in Qatar, roughly? Is, is there enough to fill all the stadiums? It's too hot. You don't see them. They're all in yeah. compounds and everything yeah. else. But how on earth did, did that happen? How was a multi-billionaire country able to uh, persuade <laughs> FIFA that they might be the best place to that put they a needed to what maybe, maybe it's the same way that the, you know, the state of Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia are both involved in football. It's... Yeah. Sports washing, I would imagine. Well, I don't mind them being involved. I mean, you can't stop that. But to actually get the award of the staging of a tournament, which mm. is traditionally gone to a place with plenty of stadiums, plenty of supporters, plenty of history to it. Spread it around the world, fair enough. Temperatures under 90 degrees, yes. things like that. And it is ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? It is ridiculous. I, I got in a bit of trouble, actually, in the Middle East. I um, I did a joke about it. Because, you know, the, 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 in the Emirates, they wear the long... I think they call it the dish dash. Oh, the, the, the countries. Yeah. It? When you say the Emirates to me, that means oh, a stadium in North London that <laughs> has no other... <laughs> and in the Emirates, we, we don't... I wondered work. why you weren't too bothered about the uh, <laughs> Middle East countries' <laughs> own businesses being involved in sports. Well, I, I, I agree with you. The, the idea that it's a competition between, you know, a, a Middle Eastern billionaire, uh, an American sports yeah. franchise, uh, uh, somebody somebody British that might come along eventually. One day. One yes, day it will. Yeah. We, got our, we, we might get bought uh, by the time this podcast comes out. We might be owned by the Ineos Grenadiers guy. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, he, well, he seems to want to buy every club that comes. He wants to buy everything, yeah. doesn't he? He's yeah. like... Yeah. Well, I, I, the, the, what is topical at the moment? I know this might be talking forever, yeah. but uh, what do you think about these players who come like... Uh, uh, Angle de Maria and his wife have yeah. just said they, uh, she in particular, hated going to Manchester. She didn't well, like you would, Manchester. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I live yeah. there, but I don't want to live there. She, well, what she said was all the women look like porcelain. Yes. That's what she said. They don't look like porcelain. <laughs> have you seen the veins on them? They look like Wedgwood. <laughs> she just means they've got pale skin. I know. Yeah. I yes. was doing a joke. No, like, I know, but yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving on to... Yeah. to uh, but she's also said, uh, you know, you're too frightened about being killed or the, yeah, the crime. Yeah, She comes from Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> has, is a wonderful city, but isn't yeah. uh, immune to crime. Uh, and she said it's night time at two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. What's she doing? At, it's not, is it? It's just... Uh, they always say these things, don't they? I mean, he came for the money. He was, he was terrible. Yeah. He was terrible. He looked like a... He looked like, you remember Goofy from the Disney Tales? He looked like him, yeah. but in football form. <laughs> and then he came back with PSG and uh, beat us at home and he was very rude to us. And then yeah. we went and beat them there and that was right. quite fitting. Okay, so you're not bitter about it in any way. That's, no. that's, that's the great thing. No, right. you know that old Carlos kickerball thing of, uh, yeah. uh, what's it oh. called? You know the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir Lord, Allen. Lord, yeah, Lord Sugar. Yes, Sir yeah, yeah. Allen, Lord Allen. And Carlos Sugar. Kickerball, he was referring to De uh, Dennis Bergkamp, is yeah, what he was he actually said, who turned out to be rather better than... One well, of the best players ever, yeah. yeah. He said about these players who come on for the money, and there is a bit of that. It's, you know, you want players to play for your team who, you know... Yeah. We're just sat here talking about football now in front no, of... Oh, no, I, well, well, no, I, 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 a few people have mentioned football, but this is, a, I think, that, that moment of first... Yeah. On, on first looking into... Uh, uh, Old Trafford or the Emirates. Or That's the only or thing I'm nostalgic about. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, in anything. Yeah. Music, art, sport. Uh, yeah. That, just the first glimpse and just going, oh, I remember it still. Yes. The best, my best moment. Okay. All right. Well, a, a good opening a wonder. And your next wonder is dogs. Yeah. you've kind of made a side reference to. So presumably you've got a dog. I have two dogs. Two dogs. Um, like many people have got one in lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, everybody got lost in lockdown. Yeah. I got an old dog. It's a, it's an old. Uh, she's an old Labrador, and she's been great, absolutely mm. great dog. She's about 11, 12 now. It's a bit gnarly, so I've got a crossover dog now. So yes. I, 
Have you introduced, you've introduced to your original dog. Yes. It's a crossover dog, ready for when you've got. Well, that's the concept. Yeah. Yes. That's what they tell you, because the little dog comes in, and she's a cocker spaniel, people love her. They ask me all the time, is she a working or a show cocker? <laughs> is she a working or a show cocker? I go, no, no, hold on. I'm not Googling that again. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she comes in yeah. to see the little dog. And she, we got from a, a we got from Dog's Trust. She was a rescue dog. Yes. She was, a, she, was a, a, she came from a puppy smuggling gang. Oh, right. Mate of mine said, it's amazing what they can train them to do. <laughs> <laughs> she was smuggled. <laughs> he thought some scouse crime boss had a load of kids there. Yeah. Like, All right, girls, get yeah. the cocaine up yeah. your backside. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm sure people have done that. Yeah. <laughs> so she comes in. He's sniffing there. That's what they do. He's just yeah. saying hello. Yeah. Um, so she comes in and she just says to the older dog, she goes, aye, 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 aye. All right, and she tells her, I'm here to show you there's still life in the old dog. And the yes. old dog thinks, as long as you're not trying to teach me new tricks, yes. we're all right. It's a, it's a beautiful mutual. Yeah. And I talk about it in the show. I wish I'd known about it a long time ago. I wish I'd known about it before my dad died. I could have had a crossover dad, couldn't I? I could have... <laughs> Just got up to blokes in the pub. Hiya. <laughs> hey, you all right? Do you like football? <laughs> Do you want to take me to the zoo every yeah, now and then? Yeah. So uh, what is it about dogs? Is it because you like their loyalty or it makes you take exercise? Or oh, it just... does make me take exercise. I love mm. walking the dogs. Yeah. I love the kind of sanctity of, of being out with the dogs, uh, the headphones in or not, and just having a, a walk around. I live mm. Where I live is quite nice. A mm. uh, little dog walking area. I live near a common and yeah. get down to the River Mersey, which is not far from where I live. Uh, even though I don't live in Liverpool. Fact fans, <laughs> closest closest football ground to the Mersey? I know the answer. Yeah, this, go on, this, this Tranmere Rovers, isn't no! it? No! Isn't it? Oh, Wigan? I don't know. Oh, I thought I knew it. I didn't. No. Oh, Clearly. Can we cut this out of the... Uh, go, Stockport go, County. Stockport County, oh, I didn't yeah, it's know the closest ground. Yeah, the Mersey origin is in uh, Stockport. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, fact fans. Oh. Get it all today, aren't we? Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, the Mersey runs from, you know... It's, that's oh, yeah, I know. Well, I, I remember getting into an Uber in Manchester and saying to the... The driver, me and my wife, I said, go to Stockport Railway Station. And he said, well, what's the postcode? I said, I don't know. What, don't you know that? <laughs> no, I, I had no idea. We were about a mile away from yeah. Stockport. We were trying to catch a train, you know, which was going to stop there after coming out. And he just didn't know. This has nothing to do with this no. at all, but it's just the, the world is I apologise on behalf of my Uber driver yes. resident yeah. friends. Do you do, um, do you do a bit of Uber driving? I, well, we need to, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did a bit of, during uh, lockdown, yeah. I did a bit of not Uber driving. Uh, myself and uh, Jason Manford, who lives close by, we did a bit of old people ferrying about. Oh, right. Yeah, we got like we joined the Stockport car scheme. Yes. And we got some, uh, some little uh, yellow vests and we took people for their jabs and things like yeah. that, yes. Yeah, so Whether they wanted to go or not. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah having your chance. Yeah, and I need yeah. to go to Asda, yeah. so you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to break the law, yeah. I'm taking an old person. So just to get it back to dogs, so you, you, yeah. you'd have dogs above another, you know, pet like a cat or a... Yeah, I, we had a cat when I was little, but they're yeah. a bit boring, aren't they? I mean, they're just... Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to get into the old cats versus dogs yeah. debate, but cats, it's just, that's like the phrase, isn't it, that if yeah. you... If you die, you know, if you die and your dog will go and get help. Yes. And then your cat would wait for you to die and then eat you. Yes, yeah. That's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. I just... I but I love a, I think dogs. a dog would eat you as well if he was trapped in. If yeah. He, if he can get out and open the door, he'll go and get help. But otherwise, he'd Are eat you. Are you saying that when we're here with Greyfriars Bobby just down the road? Yes. I did the yeah. worst thing I've ever done in my life next to Greyfriars Bobby. Oh, d d yes. I've, got a, I've got a picture already now. And I, and I, you did. did there you? was an American tourist and they oh, were touching no. the nose. Yes. And I went, do you have a dog? And she went, I have. Yeah. And I went, you're not supposed to do that if you have a dog. 
That means your dog will die. Oh. You only touch the nose if you want a dog. Yeah. She's been, oh my God! <laughs> then I gave her a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's an unpleasant I love dogs. I think dogs yeah. give us loads. And it's that sort of thing of, um, you know, there's a, a tacit agreement between us that, mm. you know, you throw the ball, she'll bring it back, you give her a biscuit, everyone's happy, you know? Yes. And, and she comes with, the, both the dogs come with me. They, you know, they, 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 when you're feeling grumpy, stroke your dog. Mm. And, you know, dogs are, are used as, as assistance dogs or comfort dogs. And yes. I talk about this in the show about our dogs. Yeah. Uh, when you go to Manchester, when I go to Manchester United, there's a sniffer dogs. Yes. Uh, for pyrotechnics. Yeah. And I think of all the service animals, yeah. the ones that sniff for the fireworks yeah. have got to be the lowliest. <laughs> I imagine them all meeting at the puppy yeah. reunion. Yeah. You know, there's there's a bloodhound in the corner, the cadaver dog, you know. Yeah. I look for dead bodies, yeah. you know. Yeah. I put people's minds yeah. at rest. <laughs> Just sitting drinking whiskey on his own. I don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy the Spaniel's there. Still working in the airport. Yeah. Still a very busy boy. <laughs> And then, uh, all right, yeah. Flash, and he's yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> half, half an ear and melted yeah. whiskers. Shut a door, he shits himself. <laughs> They're great dogs, aren't they? They've been, yeah. you know, 15,000 years we've had dogs. Not yeah. me personally, but you know, the, uh, you know, they've been around for a long time. Um, well, all right. And that's about uh, ooh, nearly 100,000, isn't it, in dog years? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Near enough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so good. Uh, yeah. Yes. No. So third, your third wonder is where we are now, Edinburgh. Hmm. So are you just sucking up to the Edinburgh audience? Or? No, I, 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 I marvel at the city. I, I take it for granted all the time. Come here, I'm, I'm preoccupied and think about myself and my show. And I, as I get older and I do this more and more, I get better at being a comedian in Edinburgh. Hmm. So it was, it was the day before the festival started where I actually said to my other half. Look at these posters. Mm. Aren't we a bunch of self-important bricks? <laughs> <laughs> and once you've accepted that yes, and yeah. you get on with it and you understand the privilege of being here and performing mm. every day and enjoying yourself, it's great. And it's great then to get out and get out, go down to Portobello and yeah. walk on the beach and go up Arthur's seat and you know, you get an Uber up there these days. Yeah. That's the that's the way forward. Yes. <laughs> you know, and uh, you used, used to run up it in the old days. Oh yeah, you say, yeah. Yeah, outpacing the backwards. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used, I, yesterday I went up. Um, I went to the museum. I looked around the museum. Have you been to the roof of the museum? It's oh yeah, so good. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can yeah, have a good yeah, look yeah. round and see everything. Yeah. And on the meadow, I live living by the meadows now. It's just what a privilege it is. It's just a mm. unique place. There's no other city like it in Britain. Sure. No, no other city. No, because no, it's got it's got the old this you know the old city. Yeah. Then the new planned one, and and then on top of it, we've got these festivals, which exactly. Uh, which and then we go got crazy for a those month. meadows that never change. And then you've yeah. got a volcano there, yeah. and yeah. you look over there, you can see the water. I just yeah. think it's. I do think it's a. Are you Edinburgh residents? Any of you? It's a really special place, and thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes think there's this kind of angry exchange between, you know, people who come in and ruin your city for a month and, yeah. and you people who extreme rip-off merchants <laughs> with your houses. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a mutually yeah. Um, yeah. caustic relationship, isn't it? It's always... I think, I mean, uh, you know, taxi drivers around the world are, in general, are miserable. Yeah. But Edinburgh taxi drivers are extraordinary. Yeah. I always say, oh, it's great for you with the festival on, and they ever say, yeah, it's fantastic. They say, oh, no, crowd of the streets, can't, can't yeah. stand it. Say, what, what do you want, for goodness yeah. sake? you got a, a month full Have you of... seen anything? Ah, it's all shite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I go, I go, Glasgow. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah, but I do, and I think, it, I think, it's, I think it's, I've got this new frisian this year as well, because there's less people and more litter. 
It's just yeah. that I loved it yesterday. It was such a sort of uh, Edinburgh day yesterday. The bins were at peak fullness. Yeah. And then the, and God then, whoever she is, yeah. said, let's rain. Yes. Yeah. So we'll rain, we'll dampen it all down. Yeah. And then let's just get warm again, just to make it, you know. Just smell a bit. Let's yeah. recreate that smell of a 1970s football ground. <laughs> I used to always joke about the worst thing about uh, coming to Edinburgh for me was once I was having a particularly uh, bad run. I wasn't doing very well and I was drinking too much. And I was, uh, one night I was doing that thing where you lean on the urinal and you're leaning over having a pee and your head's wobbling. And I, yeah. and I look in the trough and one of my flyers is in there. <laughs> and I'm actually urinating yeah. on my own face thinking, <laughs> this is an allegory yeah. for how bad the festival's gone yeah. for me. I just, I thought that was going to be the worst thing. And then yesterday I was walking up by Bedlam yeah. and the bins had spilled out and one of my flyers was on the floor. <laughs> and there was a piece of dog poo on it. Oh. And a pigeon just picking at the dog poo. <laughs> the pigeon went for the dog poo rather than my flyer. And I thought, well, there's your allegory, oh, isn't right. it? Well, in both cases, you should have taken a selfie of you, you, <laughs> you peeing on your thing. <laughs> the flyer industry, the printers in Edinburgh must have had a bad couple of years with no mm. proper festival. And, then and now we're not, and now environmentally, nobody's really bothering with flyer now. We, we, we're doing less and less of it. And well, it still seems to be a lot to me. I always, I always take flyers. Do you? Every because I think it's polite. Only now, because I'm looking a bit older, some of them look at me and say, oh, I'm not going to bother with him. <laughs> it's a bit like getting your bus pass. I've, yeah. got to, I've got the, but you only have to have half the flyers. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just polite because what, what I still could say, oh, I don't want one of them. You might, you know, and then you've always hand it on to somebody else. But Yeah, uh, I, if it's somebody flying for somebody I know, I go, oh, God, no. <laughs> I saw them once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you travel around a lot on your touring. So, yes. so I presume you've come to Edinburgh out of festival town. Or maybe you have, but well, yeah. where are there other towns? Because I've seen uh, your act in a variety of places, and you often are very rude about the place you've gone to. I know it's for comic effect, but yeah. but are there places you actually go? Oh, this is great! It's a lovely town, and there's a good audience reception for me. Uh, I do really, I, I've got this such a strange uh, affinity with Burnley. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's in from, are you from Burnley? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just, a fantastic audience so far. There's people from the north of England, Burnley. Yeah, but I have I, to think of another shout out. To the see mechanics, people, yeah. I do the mechanics in Burnley and it's, it's, a, right. it's really good. Like I, I go and watch Manchester United play at Burnley when you were in the Premier League and people come up to me and go, what are you doing here? <laughs> but I, I like the, the sort of satellite towns in the northwest. I always do do all right. At, but uh, there's a, a bizarrely um, Barnard Castle. Oh right! I don't know yeah. if you've been there. Uh, only to test my eyesight, yes. but that's. Uh... <laughs> but the Witham in Barnard Castle is a great venue, mm -hmm. run by a you know a comedy enthusiast. Yeah. Somebody really puts everything into it. So looking forward to going there on tour. I don't really do much down south except. Mm -hmm. uh, the place called Northern Farm, oh, which right. is in Maidenhead, which is just outside Maidenhead, and it's such a weird little <laughs> venue. But I always do all right there, and I oh, I, right. I love to spend time there. And I go to uh, Bisham Abbey and what's that Marlow? I stay there. Right. I'm a lovely. The last time I was there, I got a, a taxi from Maidenhead Station, and the taxi driver said to me, "You know, uh, what are you doing here?" I said, oh, "I'm doing a show." He said, "Oh, you in?" show business. I said, I'm a comedian. And he said, ah, comedian. And then he said this, this was about three years ago. He said, comedian, ah, you must know Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just thought, yeah. why must I know yeah. Ralph Harris? And no, I don't know yeah. Ralph Harris. Oh, he's just testing you out. Just, it? yeah, maybe he's under Ralph Harris was a bit of a surprise when the yeah, scandal was. hit him. No, but I, at least I didn't. It never occurred to me. He was he was a completely asexual person, I assumed. But, yeah. Uh, so it was a bit more shocking than some others where you thought, oh, well, uh, you know, kind of expected it. Yeah, I mean, people... People often, this is probably a serious point, but people do always say, oh, another one, that's my childhood ruined. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> even other people's childhoods yeah. are ruined. <laughs> All right, so Edinburgh and uh, Burnley and Maidenhead. Ed, yeah, yeah, what a chore that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly Bruce Springsteen, is it? <laughs> Good evening, yeah, Maidenhead! Yeah, yeah. But all those American places, they always, in songs, and they always sound fantastic, but quite mm. a lot of them are not particularly pleasant. Quadralupa yeah. Looking, I like going on tour. I do. I do. I enjoy um, going to different uh, places. I mean, we complain about uh, sort of the homogenisation of, of yeah. Britain, but many of these little places are still very different. And I, I yeah. do like going to. I, 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 how long have we been in the show now? Nearly halfway through, and this is. I'm, I, you're going to blow your mind now. Mm. I'm vegan. That's the longest you've ever waited for someone to tell you. Yeah. You're vegan. <laughs> When did you become vegan? This is a relatively recent development. Three or four years I've yeah. been a, a full-time vegan, but I've been yeah. vegetarian for a long time. Okay. Um, Morrissey made me another, <laughs> another fallen hero. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, uh, but I like going to different places. It's just a, it's sort of like you meet the vegan community. It's kind yeah. of good, you know. Yeah. Just look, oh, the, the purple shop that smells of hemp. Yes. Oh, that's where I'm eating today. I like, yeah. I like that sort yeah, of thing. How do you find it on, in Edinburgh in the festival time? visiting various places to get food. How oh, many vegan ones are there? Amazing. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Edinburgh's really good. Is it? There's an app called Happy Cow, which tells you how close you are to uh, other yeah. smug pricks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Happy Cow, I've heard of, I thought it was a dating app. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I nearly said something about the menopause. And uh, you'd have to come to the show for that. Yeah. Um, and does that, make, does that make you, um, you know, healthier, uh, fitter, again, or is it just again for the purposes of the listening audience? Yes, <laughs> you yeah, don't I, look like the typical vegan. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. I yeah. get this a lot. <laughs> I do get this a lot. People go, "Oh, how much hummus is he?" Yeah. Like, all of it. Yeah. I get emails from yeah. Morocco saying, "Send some back, fatty. Our people are starving." So I don't if you like- had bacon and eggs and sausages, you you might. Put on a bit of extra weight, so it's probably good to keep You said it could be even worse than this I get neutral language. I've there. never felt more like a BG. <laughs> <laughs> Don't for God's sake walk out. It's okay. <laughs> they, um, they, they, so the, the vegan thing is interesting. I, most people are having meat free Mondays. I don't mm. mind people. I like, I like the vegans, the vegetarians. Mm. What are the people called that eat fish? The um, pescatarians. Hypocrites. Those yeah. ones. Those are the ones. <laughs> I don't like those people who've chosen that species. Yeah. It's quite serial killer, that, isn't it? I'm just going to eat them. Just the ones in the water. Anything yeah. with a gill. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, eating. Okay. <laughs> There's a great comedian called Woody Bot Muddy who you don't see much of anymore. Do you remember? I Woody don't remember, Muddy. No. He used to do a, the record graveyard. All he right. would smash records up. And this was in the days yeah. of compact discs where vinyl was... Yeah. nobody. But now vinyl's so wanted, he can't yeah. do his act anymore. Yes. And he used to have a great line where he'd say, he goes, I'm a, I'm a vegan, I, I, eat, I eat a bit of fish. Yeah. A bit of chicken, Richard. Lisa, go love a bit of veal. <laughs> <laughs> but what about sort of touring generally? We've, we mentioned the towns, but and you you also said you you're now staying in a in your own van to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that, but that's that can be a long time away from home. You've got you've got 
people at home, you've got children and everything. I mean, yeah. they've grown up a bit by now, but... but uh, so You're answering your own question, Clive. Yeah, yeah. I, I do that often, because yeah. sometimes I, I can't be able to wait for somebody yeah. else to, to get around to answering it. I love my children, but I don't necessarily want to be with them. You know, they're getting on my... I say my children, my son's 25 now, he's not a child, he's a bloke that lives in my house yeah. for nothing. Yeah. One of them that looks like me, but with potential. That's a really hard thing when you get a bit yeah. older. Yeah. And my daughter will be off to university next year, so she's looking at unis now. Mm. So, um, no, I, I mean, I'm not away, you know, for weeks on end. It's just yeah. a couple of nights. And, and I think it's good for a relationship. I think it's good yes. to, to spend time apart. And not, well, my wife agrees with that. She's yeah. Very, she's, she's very pleased to she see the back Clive. of it. She yeah. does, She does. She does. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, let's move on to your next wonder, if you may, because we've got to get get through them. Otherwise, we won't have got through them. Uh, so your next one is the, the iPhone. So this is an up-to-date mar- yes. marvel. Yeah, yeah. I think technology is derided often by people. And, mm. oh, you're on your phone again. Oh, you're looking at that again. Oh, you're doing this again. The iPhone's incredible. Just think of the benefits of the iPhone. We, we don't have to talk to anybody anymore. <laughs> we just, you know, you yeah. don't have to stop for directions When's yeah. the last time someone stopped you for directions? Yes. Stop you. Can you tell me where? No! <laughs> Get a smartphone, you idiot. Yeah. There's a map on it. We've got everything. Oh, Nobody ponders anything anymore. No. You know, that sort of thing goes, who hey, was that guy? We'll just find out. Let's yeah. end this stupid yes. conversation. Yeah. You know, um, 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 no! <laughs> Google! Done! It's there in your hand, isn't it? Your yes. banking's in your hand. Your mate owes you some money. I've got to go to but you don't. There. <laughs> it's immediate, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know, I think it's... Yeah. I think, I think the smartphone and the internet is, is, is far more good than bad. I mean, there's yeah. obviously lots of bad on there, but yeah. far more good than bad. I think it's revolutionary. Well, there's the pornography, but there's some bad stuff. So there's... Okay. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I mean, it's not, it doesn't really suit my... It might suit your act to talk about pornography, Clive, but not me. Um, <laughs> I do find the world of pornography baffling. Oh, right. Baffling. I, 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 I have seen it. Mm. I have perused it. Yes. But I am not an aficionado. No. I just find it... Look at the audience. Yeah. Look at them. Yeah. 
every audience in here now, the buttocks are clenching, yeah. thinking, where are we going with yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. And I don't yeah. know where I'm yeah. going with this. It sounds like you'd set up a joke, but no no joke came. But it's so. not a joke. It's just a strange <laughs> thing, isn't it, to watch other... And friends of mine watch it. <laughs> this is always the caveat, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and they tell me about this thing where they watch amateurs. Yes. I don't need to see amateurs doing it. <laughs> Why would you want to watch amateurs doing it? And they tell me they're in their homes with, and you can see clothes on the radiator and things like that. Just, it's not for me. Well, people do, you like... know what I'm, do you know what I love? Do you know what fantasy... Like, some friends of mine have an affair. No, I don't know what you're... <laughs> how, how would I possibly know your fantasy? But I'm happy to learn now. Well, in my show, I talk about the fact that men get to a certain... A bit younger than you, but a bit older than me. And they get to this point where they suddenly think they're going to have an affair. Men of our age having affairs. and yeah. they, Just at the point where they're looking the least attractive. Yes. As everything's gone. It's like going to the supermarket, buying cream, waiting yeah. for it to go out of date. Yes. They're saying, who's up for trifle? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> We're, best. Par- we're past our best before exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and my friends of mine are on Tinder and Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Gen- genuinely, an app I use to get off on, yeah. right move. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's honestly, yeah. if you want a bit of escapism, a yes. bit of fantasy, yeah. and it, you can be sexy with it as well. Yeah. I can put a two-bedroom flat up in Mayfair yeah. and go, oh, yeah. could see myself in that. Yeah. You know? It's just... Uh, it's just premises envy, isn't it? That's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, lovely yeah. though, isn't yeah. it? All right. So this is the iPhone we're talking about, isn't the it? The iPhone, so, the apps, yeah. the variety of stuff oh. you can do, the communication. We, 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 we communicate more than we ever did. Yeah. You know, but on there, I mean, for me, it's, it is a friend. It's like an audio book. Mm. I watch films on it when you're traveling around about. I just think it's one of the wonders of the world, the, the smartphone yeah. rather than the iPhone. I was reminded how important it is because exactly a year ago I had my phone Stolen, yep. And a, a traditional pickpocket. It was it was a class act, you know. Oh, Dickensian. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, and then I was oh, I was in a for the first time I was out and about with with the phone for I hadn't hardly gone out. And then I was going to have a cup of coffee in in Pret a Manger, yeah. and I couldn't pay for it. And they said, oh, we can have a free coffee. I said, no, I'm going to get my phone back. And you dash home, and you can tell. So this is this is just me sounding off. Uh, so you go home. I know where it, I knew where it was. Mm-hmm. I could see where it was. You find your iPhone. So I told the police where it was. In fact, I went near to it later on. And I could see it was in a shop that buys and sells iPhones. Yeah, of course it was. And then yeah. three days later, the police say, "Well, despite all our investigation, we can't we can't track this phone down. We've given you the crime number, but that's it." You Did know you not go in the shop? I, I only saw the shop later uh, uh, when it was when it was closed. But so I, so it was in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I happened to go past where I could see the the junk. I said, oh, there, that would have been in there being sold. Well, it was probably already too late. I just felt the police could have made a little bit more effort. Yeah. Uh, and then or not tell me, oh, we've made a thorough investigation. Well, they should have said. Where do you keep your phone normally? In my pocket. Which one? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. You you clearly part of a gang that's going to come. <laughs> Was it in there? Was it one of those in there? No, it was a hot day. It wasn't. It wasn't even. Didn't even have a jacket on. It was. It was in my pocket. Oh. This is getting. This is just me sounding off. There's a full twenty minutes of this sounding yeah. off because because I then went to the theatre to because I was going to interview somebody and the, the replacement phone that I got fell out of my pocket. So I had to go back and I said, I can't let that happen again. So I bought something off the internet to tie to my phone that stops it twirling out. And then everybody finds that very amusing. Silly old man. And unbelievably, you have a string of I've, lost, I've lost the string. You lost <laughs> the string. <laughs> Here, I lost the string. But at least I've still got the iPhone. So clearly there's a there's a pickpocket going around here and is getting my string first. Yeah. So that, so that when, when they get my phone, nobody else will get it back off them. So that's... 
I've got, I, I lose things all the time. I have them tiles on everything so I can oh, search right, for yeah. everything. Yeah, I, yes. I need to, yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm clumsy. Clumsy, yeah. It, well, uh, anyway, iPhone. So that's a that's a that's a good thing. There's almost too much in it. That's the, that's the trouble. If you, you yeah, it's got it. a bad side, yeah. but I think overall, yeah. it's one of the it's one of my seven wonders. Yes, it it is. It is. I've got Thank the you. list in front. So we're now going on to something uh, been around a bit longer than the iPhone. The Peak District. The Peak District. Yeah. yeah. Now, is anybody here from the Peak District? Nah, we found the. Yeah, the oh, was there? Yeah. All right, about? you're from the Peak District. Yeah. Excellent. Where are you from? Hayfield, know it very well, pack horse, very nice. Don't, don't call them pack horse. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> what I like about, because I, I, I live in uh, Stockport, uh, South Manchester, and mm. I, I'm from Hyde on the other side. I once met uh, Jarvis Cocker. Oh, right. And I said to him, I said, uh, he's like a hero. Yeah. And I once said to him, I said, because uh, he lives in Edale now, doesn't he? Do you know this? He lives in Edale, doesn't he? It's just and, you two at the moment. Yeah, I'm following, I'm following the geography. That <laughs> we're okay who Jarvis Cocker is, yeah. but uh, after that, we're losing you. And I once said to him, I said, oh, I said, I said hello. And he went, hello, can I help you? And I went, <laughs> I didn't know. I went, you know, you're from Sheffield. Yeah. And he went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went, well, I'm from Manchester. <laughs> but I, I live on the Sheffield side of Manchester, so if I'm ever getting on the M1, I drive through Sheffield to get on it. <laughs> and I knew what I meant. Yeah. They were just trying to like. Yeah. But I live, so I live. I think you turned that into a song eventually. Yeah. Didn't I? <laughs> a fat man came up to me, <laughs> and he didn't not know yeah. where I. Anyway, so I live quite close. Once he to gets the... a rhyme for vegan. He's, yes, that's yeah. the whole song there. So Sorry, I love, I love uh, Hayfield. I love Kinder Scout. I love. I love what it represents. I love yeah. the Snake Pass. I love all that kind of thing. I love uh, the fact that you have you heard of this place, Mamtor? Mamtor. Anybody heard of it? It's a it's a ridge thing in Castleton. The peak. When you know, when I saw you had the peak district, I thought, oh yeah, I know the peak district. I've heard of that. But then I thought, I don't really. I don't think I've ever. I presumably I've driven through it plenty of times. I've yeah. been near it, but I haven't ever walked on it. I haven't studied the geography. I've been to lots of different. Well, it's sort of, of everything in between Yorkshire and Lancashire, yeah. and Derbyshire Down, and that sort of area there. Yeah. But and I then, don't know what is it like to be. Is it wild and woolly moorland with wind? Lots of it is. It's, yes. it's, it's, it, it is yeah. uh, very different. As Rivers, long. trees, lakes, anything like that? Yeah, all yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paint, paint us a picture of. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to, yeah. Clive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. That's exactly where I was heading to. It's oh, a okay. place called Mamtor. You know, yeah. you know Mamtor, yeah. and it's a very popular ridge that you can walk on. And it's near Castleton, which is near the Blue John Mines and all that area. Right. And uh, that defines the, the the demarcation between the dark peak and the light peak, the yes. white peak. Yeah. So everything on this side is peaty and boggy and. Dark, yes, and this this fault, this fissure, and yes. everything this side is is sort of limestone. Yeah, so it's this. I like that sort of thing, and there's all the caves are there and all that sort oh, of stuff. Right. But you've got uh, open moorland, you've got some arable farmland, you've got um, you know, rocky crops that you know inaccessible, mm. um, lots of reservoirs and things like that. It's, it's a wonderful place. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's it's um, and it goes right down into Derbyshire with. Yeah. You know, sort of softer walks and flatter walks. And so, if I was going to spend a few days there as a little holiday break, yeah. so where 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 would be the place to stay or to? Or... I would mean, stay somewhere like Hayfield is a good place, Hayfield. or Bakewell. That's a good place. All right. Uh, the comedian Ed Byrne has a place in uh, Bakewell. Yes. Uh, Bakewell's very popular because it's the flattest part of the Peak District. So, right. Um, just putting it out there for. Yeah. <laughs> Our multiability friends here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around yeah. and you can have a Bakewell pudding, not a Bakewell yeah. tart. Oh, 
Was it a different thing in Bakewell? Oh, right. Well, we've we've heard of Bakewell tarts, but not yeah. Bakewell. the puddings. And then you've got yeah. Matlock and all those places, and the, mm. the Heights of Abraham and yeah. cable cars. Oh, it's, it's all going on, Clive. All right, okay. <laughs> Has anybody been to the Peak District? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Oh, yeah, wow. it's, I think it's got like the sort of it's got the attraction of the Lake District and not the, not the swagger. Yes. The, the Lake District's all right, but it's just a bit Beatrix Potter, isn't it? Now, yeah. The Peak District's keeping it real. It's underground because there's lots of you know towns nearby. It, it crops up in news stories, though. Okay, it's a bit like Epping Forest, where there's always a shallow grave. There's always something dodgy going on. There's always a, something dodgy going on. In the Peak District. The Peak it? District. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to get into all of them, but that's where we know the stories. From. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Do you know um, an amazing fact about the Lake District? Ambleside, the village of Ambleside. Yes sells more cagoules per square mile than anywhere in the world. Because <laughs> people go there forgetting that it's going to rain yeah. every day. And they buy a new cagoule. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, let's go on to your next wonder of the world. Now, this is an interesting one. Nobody else has chosen this. I've done about, I must get on for 60 of these now. So there's some overlaps, especially here in Edinburgh. But nobody else has chosen oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> oat milk. Oat milk. Yes. Yeah. As, as I mentioned already, I'm a vegan. Yes. Uh, but I like a brew. Yes. I really like a brew. Yeah. And uh, soya milk is a bit... Mm, almond milk is terrible for the environment. Oh, the amount dreadful. Of water it uses almond milk. Yeah. Uh, coconut milk is just coconuts mm. in your brew, it's isn't sweet, it? sweet, isn't it? And it tastes of coconut. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is not what you want in a cup of tea. No. And I, I didn't have a cup of tea for about three years because none of the milks uh, worked well. Right. And then one day I just thought, I'll try oat milk, Clive. I just yeah. thought, I'll try oat milk. Give it one last I chance. Give it one chance. Yeah. And um, I love tea. I love tea. Yeah. I do. I drink Assam. Yes. I'm a big fan of the Assam tea. Oh, I, I say Assam. No, I, I, say I drink Assam tea. No, but... The... <laughs> I drink Ass you know, yeah, yeah, Assam, which yeah. is one of only two places in the world where tea grows naturally. All right. Um, and it's beautiful. I've tasted the tea as well in Sri Lanka. Yes. I've been to the tea farms and done the tea. Oh, you're, so you're a real... <laughs> yeah. but, but, but if I... I'm sorry to pick out on these minor things, but along yeah. the way, but you didn't have to give up tea because you couldn't find the milk. Too. You just drink tea without milk in it. It's a, I know, it's but it makes your cheeks go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is like... that a bad thing, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> It's a velvet fist, isn't it? Yeah. it really is. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about now, but that's. <laughs> but so the, yeah. the oat milk that I got, yeah. I've, I've fallen in love with it. Yeah. And so much to the point now that in our house, we only have oat milk and I'm the only sort right. of awkward yeah. person. Everybody likes it. It works. I employ you. It's good for the environment, good for your health. Yes. It's good, very good for your oat milk. Now, odd, odd enough, I was reading a paper today, uh, you know, actual physical paper, The Times, and there was an article about a machine you can get to turn. You get oats and you put it into the machine. It turns it into oat milk. Yes. Now, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Did anyone, did anyone read The Times? It's called yeah. a blender. No, but this... <laughs> Well, that was kind of the point of the article yeah. that they eventually said, well, you could do it with, yeah. with anything. But there's a special, obviously, with this, you, it's one of these things you buy and yeah. you use twice yeah. and then you put away. But it might exactly suit you. It makes a lot of noise, but you do get milk, about a handful of oats and or a bit of water. a pound from the shop. Yes. It's really nice. Have you got an air fryer? No, uh, but that was, nice. that was mentioned in the article. But uh, it sounds like a good idea, though. But, They're great. Uh, yeah. Has anybody else got one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Keep it out all the time. Yes. The trick to an air fryer is not to think of it as a fryer, but as a mini convection oven. 
Because <laughs> it heats up really quickly. Do you do the advert on the telly? <laughs> that sounded so good. That's the voiceover. For just, the, just think of it as a mini convection. <laughs> I do do some. I do do some uh, voiceovers. I used oh. to do uh, Piers Morgan's life stories with Best Western Hotels, hotels with personality. <laughs> so I, I've done quite a few of these. But yeah, the, it sounds good. Your my voice. latest one yeah. I've got. It's, it's the, I got there and they went, it's just a small radio campaign. Is it all right? And I went, yeah. And I got the script yeah. and this is what I had to say. I went, a pound. What can a pound buy you these days? Well, at Fishing Republic, it can get you half a pint of maggots. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, so don't delay. Rush down to Fishing Republic in Barnsley. Yeah. I'm selling maggots in Barnsley. I think this is not what I got into show business for. But it's it's, it's a paid gig. What, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. Um, where were we? Oh, oat milk. Oh, oat milk. Yeah. So, so that's... Yes, I, of course. I've, you're just you're just reminding us again. Of course, if you're vegan, mm -hmm. there's lots of things that you you, you can't have because no. if you're going to be absolutely strict about it, I am strict. I don't eat honey. You know, some people eat honey yeah. of the vegans. I don't because it's cruel to the bees to have them beavering away or, uh, or well, not beavering away, but working away to make honey. Busy as bees, and yeah. you nick it off them. But uh, yeah, and then the bees die. You know, yeah. the, people don't forget this. They, you kill the your bees are only there because you're having the honey. Don't they though. get a bit of oat milk or something to eat to keep them going, and uh, and you have their honey. Yeah, so you don't I, I'm, I'm triggered by your yeah. uh, stuff yeah. about bees. Yeah. Um, you can't have Lee and Perrin's no. Worcestershire sauce because there's a little bit of anchovy in Anchovy, Not a little bit, that's oh, what it is. Oh, is it mainly? Oh, that's right. what Lee and Perrin's is, is barrels of anchovies turned for decades to get an anchovy thing. What I have is Henderson's. Henderson's. Oh, Has that's... anybody had Henderson's? Yeah, that's Yorkshire, yeah. isn't it? Henderson's? Yeah, Sheffield, yeah. strong, strong yeah. and northern. Yes. But it's exactly the same thing. But um, no anchovies. Here's one, here's one that'll blow your mind. Figs. Figs, because there's too many insects in it. No, because every fig starts with a dead wasp. Right. The wasp goes into the flower, the flower grows round it. Yeah. And it, so there you go. So that stops it being vegan, even though Dame Nature has just come up with this idea of the way of getting it. Dame fruit. Nature. Dame Nature. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know who you want. No, Charles Darwin, somebody has come up with this. Yeah, yeah. Some force has produced this no, thing. No, so what they do is they get a polytunnel and they put a load of... Dead wasps in. No, alive wasps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it's not really a deal breaker. I don't remember the last time I ever thought, ooh, I'll just go a fig. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's very strict, though. That, yeah, very I do strict check vegan. it all. I check. That's strictly come vegan, that yeah. is, isn't it? I do, because uh, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you might as well do it properly. And yeah, I do yeah, it the, yeah. The, I do it for the ethical reasons, right? But you're going to the back history of the fig. You're not you're not actually eating something, but you just know that in its past, yeah. when it was a flower. Could, I mean, there are some people, I think, are they called the Jane people? Oh, Jane's, yes. Yeah, yes. they want to eat anything that's ploughed. Yeah, because you're into because you're churning up the the worms and things, and you're when, using yeah. a horse to pull it and yeah. things like that. So, well, not these days, to be honest. You have, yeah, <laughs> you're not keeping up with agricultural methods, are you? <laughs> try, do you want to try listening to the archers? You what, know? Do they, uh, <laughs> what, what do they? What do they? What do they? What do they measure tractors powering? Well, horsepower. There you go. But that's just an arbitrary measure. It's got nothing to do with. <laughs> I feel like when no. I have a conversation with you, Clive, I want to say, I put it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Which nobody ever says, do they, in no. legal circles? No, sometimes you do, but it's uh, it's not, not as often it happens in fictional yeah. works. Yeah. Is it not true that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is a way of saying what they want the jury to remember yeah. and putting it in the form of a question. <laughs> oh, and they're, they're, oh, never mind. Those are the days. Um, 
and then this is a, a, a change of mood as well. The cr Christ the Redeemer, Rio de Janeiro. Mm. So we all know the statue. Yeah. Have you been to see it there? Yes. Or, yes. Yeah, yes. I was very lucky to go in 2016 for the Olympics. All right. Which, working... which event were you in? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> It was the marathon, wasn't it? <laughs> I ate four. <laughs> rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics. Yes. Um, um, I went. I was working for Team GB. Um, uh, I was. Were you? I, yes, I worked for Team GB. I did it in Tokyo as well last time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, so I wish I, I. I feel I should have researched this and know that. What a fantastic. That job. was your bit of the job. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've I've let I've let everybody down. And it was incredible, uh, and we we hope we did a little. We worked in this uh, art gallery. Uh, this art college right underneath Christ the Redeemer. And every day I looked at that and I just thought, this is amazing. Yeah. And then we went up to it, we went to visit it, and it says, impressive when you get there. It's a, a fabulous. It's yes. Like a, yeah. An amazing thing. And they, they, when Brazil win a football match, yeah. they light it up green and gold. Oh, right. Yeah. It's such a lovely play. I mean, yeah. if I, I've. And I, when England win the World Cup, yeah. uh, they can't remember what they did in those days. Cause yeah. <laughs> uh, there were still blackouts then, wasn't there? <laughs> um, I, I, I think um, it's the most marvellous place I've been to, yeah. Rio. Like we were mentioning earlier about yeah. uh, uh, crime and, and there's, there's so much, um, there were so many Uber drivers came to Rio for 2016. Yeah. And so you would just get an Uber anywhere yeah. and they didn't know where they were going at all. Yes. And it was at the same time that uh, Google Translate yes. was out. So they would speak into their phone and then you speak into their phone. So we were using... This oh, is getting wow. back to the iPhone, yes, though, isn't yeah. it? And then they were using Waze, which is a, a, an app. Oh, I know. And Waze had not factored yeah. in the word favela. <laughs> so the taxi Ubers yeah. were just all driving into the favelas. Oh, right. And the gangs were waiting for them, stopping them, oh. getting them out of the car, getting their credit cards, yeah. <laughs> they had card readers, yes. taking $3,000 off these American tourists yeah. and then sending them on the yeah. way. Uh, Happy way to finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, is this a? Do you get a religious religious feel from it? You mentioned your your daughter's at a Catholic school. Is it? Is are you a, a believer? Is, is, no. it, is it Christ, or is it? Or is it just a statue? It's that's a statue, impressive? and it's also symbolic of people's divinity. I do mm. I do appreciate people's faith and, and yeah. that sort of thing. I'm I'm not a, a believer myself. Um, I talk about this in my show as well. Like I was brought up, we were brought up as Methodists. Mm. I don't know if you know anything about the Methodists quite. Dower, <laughs> non-celebratory, non-drinking, non-gambling people. Yes. Well, I was I was brought up in a Presbyterian family, yeah. and uh, Methodists seemed like crazy guys yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a strange fun thing. Fun lovers, the fun lovers. The Me Methodists are so kind of like low, low, low status yeah. that they do the Holy Communion once a month. Yes. Because they don't think, oh, they they will not have sinned. Yeah. For three weeks, it'll be all yeah. right. It'll last. Justin Morehouse, thank you for sharing your seven wonders with me. Now I have to choose the wonder of wonders from your list of seven, uh, the one which struck me as particularly wonderful, uh, uh, the way you argued it uh, here on this podcast. I just want to get the list in front because I've, I, I haven't made a decision as we, as we went along. Uh, I want to, so... Um, well, we've had Edinburgh mentioned before. Dogs I like. We've had that mentioned a lot. I think, uh, because I don't think anybody else is ever going to nominate it, and this is subject to me uh, trying it out a bit more to see if it's... Let's make oat milk. Oh. Your wonder, your yes. wonder of wonders. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Morehouse. Thank you.
If you enjoyed this episode of My Seven Wonders, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you found us. Thank you for listening. My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson is a stack production in association with Alaska TV and powered by the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.